Hello everyone, I am Ben, and this is the Jammin' News Podcast. I hope your week was good, and I hope your next week is also good or better. On this episode, we will be talking about just sports, and in those we'll be talking about the March Madness competition, and also some things from the USCAA, which I've talked about in a few weeks, and maybe some UCI or bike racing. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. The first topic we are going to be talking about on this episode is the UCI UCI bike racing, and this race happened in Italy. It is a men's elite race so that it, like those racers include Peter Sagan like Peter Sagan and like some big name teams and other popular like and well-known racers and in it was an individual road race so like Peter like people can be still on teams but they are it's more about the independent racer and how they do and it was a one day UCI World Tour event so it like this it go, went into the rankings of who was in first and who like who was like going to win the whole like UCI racing championship for 2021 like it will go into that I think so like so it seems like it would be a important race it or it would just be a race that like seemed important to be high up in if you're like if you're Peter Sagan or if you were like other higher like and more well-known people especially for if you're like a Woot Van Eert, I think that's his name. He's on Team Yumbo Visma, and as of last time I checked, he was first, like he was in first place, but in this race he came third, so he could that could have actually affected like his positioning in the whole race, and if he had come in first, like, that could have made his like chance of staying in first better, or, or I am not really sure since, like I haven't checked, but on their on the website, the time was the same for the top ten racers, but I'm not really sure if that is te- like entirely true because like the person in 10th probably came like a second or two behind the winner who was Jasper Stu like Stuavin from tr- team Trek Sega Fredo. I think that's how it's said. And like they were both on the Milano to like Milano San Remo website, which is the race that it was. Um, like since it, like they both say that they have a time of six minutes or six hours, thirty-eight minutes and six seconds 
for all the top 10. So, like, there could have been some other races, like, racers, like, there could have been, like, the per- like person in first to the for- person in 15th. They definitely won't have the same time unless they, there was, they went 15 wide on the track, which is pretty unlikely, but that, that's maybe what happened, but that's pretty unlikely, and so, like, there are probably some time differences, like, in, like, by, like, a few seconds, or, like, a minute or two, that they just didn't show on the, what, on their website, so that could also have some effect to it, and, like, the teams that are on, like, that raced this race, that you might know of is like AG2R Citroen team, which is a like Tour de France race like team that was in it last year, I think. And there's Bora Hangro, which has Peter Sagan, like Peter Sagan in it, and some other big name racers, especially like, and there are some that came. Like that, like that are on that team that might not have actually raced in this race, but are like up there, like the person that's like in second. So that would be an interesting thing to know, like who other than Peter Sagan raced in this race for them, because I know there are some big racers on their team that are higher up in the standings. And then there's also like Decenic Quickstep, which might ha- be a team that was in the Tour de France, but that might have gotten a new sponsor because there was like, um, there was a team with Quickstep as their second name in the Tour de France. And Bora, like, Bora was a team in the Tour de France, too. And there's also EF Education, which is an American team. I, yeah, they're an American team that I also st- raced in the Tour de France, I'm pretty sure. There was Israel Startup Nation, which were, were in the Tour de France but didn't perform. Amazing, but I think that was also their first race in that, and is like in the Tour de France. So, and also they're a pretty new team, so they're just they're probably just getting their feet on the ground. So, like maybe in like a year or two, they might be up higher in the standings. There's also Team Yumbo Visma, which is a pretty big team. There's movie the movie star team, which is also pretty big. And there was UA Team Emirates. So those are like all teams that were in the final or were in the Tour de France tournament or race, since it's not tournament, but in the race. So like if you paid attention to it or if you're interested in it, like those are some teams that you should look out for and like UAE Team Emirates normally does pretty well. Yumbo Visma has some racers that do pretty well. And other teams like them have racers that normally do pretty well. So if you want to find like some teams to watch out for, those are some that 
I recommend you can watch. So, I will talk. Ab- I will now talk about NCAA basketball after the break. I hope you enjoyed this section. See you after the break. We are back from the break, and if you have listened this far, thank you. And I hope you continue listening on through the rest of this podcast episode. And we are going to start off this this half of the episode by talking about the USCAA men's basketball before we get into our final topic of the NCAA men's March Madness and some women's March Madness tournament too. And we, in this, like on Wednesday the 17th, the Bryant and Stratton College that had three different teams playing, well, and one was from the Bryant and Stratton Brian and Stratton at Syracuse, one was from Albany, and one was from Rochester, and all in New York, so it was at least, like, it wasn't at least, like, one was in, like, New York, one was in Maine, and one was in Pennsylvania, or something like that. But, like, it was interesting how they had, since, since there were only two games that day, like, they were, like, the same school playing each other, but just, like, different locations were playing each other, so it wasn't, like, the same school was playing each other for standings since I want, like, so, since whoever won would just help, they, it would just help the same team, so, except, since there are two different teams, it makes sense, like, it would make more sense for one team to try winning more than the other, and the final score of that game was 86 to 78, Syracuse, like Brian Stratton at Syracuse over Brian Stratton at Albany. So, the first half, kind of like the other game, like the next game, which was Brian Stratton at Rochester versus Villa Maria, were like the first half, one team was winning, but in the other half, the other team outscored uh, the that team just to take the lead, and like because in the first game, Brian or in the first half, Brian and Stratton at Albany was winning by two points, like by a two pointer, and in the second half, Brian and Stratton at Syracuse beat uh, like won by ten points. So, like, it was still pretty. It was still a pretty good amount, but like if. Like if all like the Albany team didn't allow them to get ten more points in them, they could have actually won since it was like since they were winning in the first half, and in the Ville Maria versus Brian and Stratton at Rochester, the final score was a, like was definitely closer with a final score of eighty seven to eighty two, and like the other like like the other game, the first half Ville Maria was winning. 42 to 34 but then in the second half Brian Stratton at Rochester won 53 to 40 so that like so like the other game like if one team didn't allow as many points in either of those halves it could have affected great more greatly who won the game 
But with that win, Brandon Stratton at Rochester won four or has won four games and lost seven. And Villamarie is now one win has one win and nine losses. And Brandon Stratton, I feel like it could be a good like middle of the pack team compared to Villamaria, which seems to be more of like a lower like half team. So like even if they win the rest of their games or maybe not all of the rest of their games, but if they win like 90% of their the rest of the games the season that they play, it might just be too late to really make too much of a difference depending on how many games they are actually playing. But as of like right now, if the season ended in like two games, I think it would be too late to make it any higher, like make it too much higher in the standings. So, like, yeah, even though that's not a good thing to really say, it's just kind of more truthful because, it, like, just because it's kind of hard to, after being in this deficit, it would be kind. Of, it would be hard to get back and like become a top team, especially this far into the season. And with the season, I think coming to a close, it would just be harder to get back into a position that could actually be like better. Like you could, like they could still make it into like the playoffs if they win the rest of their games. But they would probably be in the lower seeds, so they would be playing better teams, which would just make it harder for them to actually advance and just make it to the finals. So even if they did make it in the playoffs, I don't. Uh, I think that it would be hard for them to advance too far. But hey, it could happen. They could be like they could have an upset. I'm not really sure. We are now going to move into the NCAA Men's March Madness Tournament that started on, like, since my last podcast episode, and currently they're in round two, and I will talk about that in one second. And... Okay, now we're going to, like I was just saying, we're going to talk about March Madness in the men's tournament. And in the first round, for some of the teams, because for some reason the website isn't allowing me to look into the... Actually, yeah, there it is. Now I'm actually able to see who made it in. And so in the first round, in... Like one game in the East, the UCLA played BYU or Brigham Young University, and they beat them seventy-three to sixty-two, which is pretty good, especially since BYU had a seating higher than UCLA, and UCLA won in the first four over Michigan State, eighty-six to eighty. So, like. They had gone on a two-day or two-game winning streak, and then they won again over Abilene Christian, which was also that game was also an upset. So I'll go into that in a second. But UCLA won like beat Abilene Christian sixty-seven to forty-seven. So that game was a lot more of like 
a blowout than the BYU, like the BYU game, because since it was so close to the other, like since that game could have been so, like since that game was pretty close, so that game could have gone either way to where BYU could have come back and, like, if they had a few more minutes, they could have come back and they could have beaten UCLA to go on and play, like, Abilene Christian, and then they could be going on to play Alabama since in the Sweet 16, Alabama is the one of the teams. And, like, it just seemed like that could have been a close game compared to, like, the UCLA Abilene Christian game, and I I'm not sure if I'm saying like Abilene correctly. Like it might be something else, but if you know, you like you can yeah, at least like you know and like if you really want to you, on my website that's currently out, I think you could comment. But I like I'll at least take note of it. And, like, the Abilene Christian versus Texas game, which was a first-round game that happened on the 19th and 20th of March, that game was definitely a upset because the final score was 53-52, to 52, so it was a very close game. And also, Texas was the third seed compared to Abilene Christian being the 14th, which is almost, which might be the lowest seed Actually, no, it's not the lowest seed because they were playing the third. So, like, that game was definitely, like, that game seemed like it would be a very interesting game to watch just because, like, the final, like, the probably, like, the last few minutes of the game were very close and very, like, interesting to watch. And also, like, since Texas was in the third seed, I would think, People were probably rooting for them more, but since Abilene Christian won, like they knocked Texas out, and like they could have actually been in the final. Like they could have, like they probably could, like Texas could have gone on and gone to the into the Elite Eight, and maybe gone into the Final Four or the. Or even maybe the championship. So, but since they lost, that didn't happen, and they couldn't move on. And the UCLA is playing Alabama in the Sweet Sixteen, so that game would seem to be a little bit more of a game that would. I would think would go like people would go more for Alabama because they're they are the second seed in the eastern area compared to UCLA being the eleventh. But also like but UCLA has also had some very good performances in the first two rounds, so it could be any like anything could actually happen. So even if one thing like does happen, I would still be happy to make it and into the Sweet Sixteen after maybe not having the best year, but I like stuff could happen to where UCLA, UCLA makes it into the Elite Eight and maybe even farther than that. So 
If it does, I will be talking about it on this episode. Or not on, maybe not on this episode specifically, but in my podcast next week. And also, one thing that isn't and like terribly surprising is that Gonzaga beat Norfolk State. And since Gonzaga was undefeated and st- is still undefeated, the like they got the for like the first seed in the West, and also like they like they won that game ninety eight to fifty five. So I'm not like except that game was probably more predictable that Gonzaga was going to win. Except that could have been a very, very big upset and very crazy if Norfolk State won that game because then they could have gone into, like, they could make it into the next round and and they since they would pro, they, since they would be playing Oklahoma, I who would still be eight seeds higher than them, I would still think they might not make it past there. But it would still be a very, it would still be very interesting that they won and made it farther than they got. Not that like then they were, people thought they were gonna get, or I more than I thought they would get. Like and uh, Oregon got like into the second round because VCU, the team that they were supposed to play, like that game didn't happen. So Oregon got the win because I think they were the higher seed in the tournament. And now they're playing USC who won 85 to 51 over Kansas today on Monday, the 22nd. And, and I'm now going over to the South and the Midwest area. And in the Midwest, a game that was prob- like that seemed a little bit more crazy than it would be Syracuse beating San Diego State, where San Diego State was sixth rated or sixth seeded, and Syracuse was eleventh seeded, and they won seventy eight to sixty two. So. That game was seemed kind of like more one sided, but it was still seemed like it would be an interesting game to watch. But like something could have happened to where San Diego State didn't perform as well. But since they still made it into the first round, I would be, I'd still be, I'd be happy that we got in. But like since it was only the first round, uh, that part probably would make me a little bit more uh, not as happy. But the the next round and the second round. Was was more like was much more of the crazy part of it, where Syracuse beat West Virginia seventy five to seventy two, and they were like I said, Syracuse was the eleventh seed, except West Virginia was the third seed, so they were like a lot higher. And that game, like I would think, everybody was kind of want, waiting for West Virginia to win and thinking they were going to move on, but since that didn't happen, like that was a. Uh, Probably a lot more surprising to hear that they lost. Um, but they're playing Houston, who is the second seeded in that group. And Illinois lost to Loyola, Loyola Chicago in 
and like Loyola Chicago was the eighth and Illinois was the first. But the one game that kind of like that's kind of seems more shocking of a game, but since they were so far apart, like since like the seeding was pretty far apart, and also that like Loyola Chicago beat them by so much. Like the final score was seventy one to fifty eight, so it was a like twelve point difference, or like or like eleven twelve point difference. So like that seems really crazy, and I'm kind of surprised that they won by that amount. Like since they were so far apart, and also yesterday on Sunday, the twenty first of March. Oregon beat Oklahoma State eighty to seventy. So that game, like that game, could have been close, but it was more one sided. And we are now going up to talk about one South game, and that would be the Oral Roberts versus Ohio State game because that was, I think, the first upset of the March Madness tournament. And it was that Oral Roberts, who was 15th rated or like seeded, beat Ohio State's, who was the second seed, like second seed. And since the like since the game was also only a three pointer difference, so like that game would be very interesting to watch for either fan of either team. But like if I was the Oral Roberts fans, I would be really happy because. We beat the second, like we would have beaten the second, like we beat the second place or see a team in our area. So I'd be happy about that. And also, the one last game was the Baylor versus Wisconsin game. Like that game was definitely more one sided with a 13 point difference, but it was still like, it was still of been a cool game to watch just because Baylor's a good team so like we could you would be able to like learn some things from how they played and it would just be interesting to see how they played and like how they like what stuff worked for them what stuff didn't and same with those concerts you like it would be cool to see what what stuff and what plays worked but what things didn't and like what you could learn from them like like yeah, like Wisconsin, like they like they might not have been the best team, but at, at least they made it into the second round. So I'd be happy about that. Um, and we are going to talk about the women's basketball game, like March Madness tournament, and the like. Some games that went on here that like were uh, some. Like was like Stanford versus Utah Valley. I saw that game going on yesterday when I was getting food, or like even I didn't eat in person. I like we, I got takeout and I just wanted to see. Like I'm not like it was on the TV, so I just was able to see that, like see what the score was. And I, and I, the game ended with a final score of eighty-seven to forty-four. So it was a very one side a game i feel like and since stanford is the number one on their side it made it just made sense because like they were like they had 
pretty uh, pretty good. Like they were a good team, right? And they're playing Oklahoma State, so at least uh, oh, like OSU, like for Oklahoma State, still made it farther than, or at least one team made it into the second. Or actually, did one team is like might actually do decent. Even even though the like OSU men's team also did well, I'm not saying they didn't do well. It was just like that they like one team did some like one team. Actually, they may, both made it into the second round. I think so. Like they're both currently doing like pretty well. Uh, except if Oklahoma State wins, that would be crazy. Since they're the eighth seed and they're playing the first seed, kind of like. How UConn, who won eight hundred or one hundred two to fifty nine, and like they're playing Syracuse, who has who is a higher like whose women's team is a higher seed than their men's team, and they beat South Dakota State seventy two to fifty five. So, like they both are playing the like both teams like both games are the first through the eight versus the eighth seed so like that those would both be interesting games to see because like one game could be very close and competitive and like it might be a game that would be controversial or controversial in the future so that would be interesting and also another game like two more games that are like related to each other, like in who, like what seed is playing who, is Oregon versus Georgia, where it's the sixth, like sixth seeded team versus the third rated team, and Michigan versus Tennessee, where same seed six versus third, and in the like Michigan versus Tennessee, I would probably, I don't know actually, since they both got 87 points but i think the game that would or the team that i think would maybe do better would be tennessee because they're a higher seed but also michigan is playing a higher seed than tennessee was so they also might have a good chance too and for oregon versus the georgia game i would think like this might be wrong but and like after the games are over, but Oregon might actually win this game because they are like they like they beat South Dakota with from like with a bigger gap than Georgia beat Drexel. So like those might be interest also interesting games to watch and see how they go. And for the final game that I'm going to talk about was how BYU beat Rutgers. And these are also women's teams, so like this like I the scores are st- a little lower, but they are still pretty good. So, like it's not like the the games aren't as competitive. Like this they are still very competitive. And like the final score of the BYU Rutgers game was all, was decided by three points. So it was still a very close game that I would, if I was watching it or and if I found it, it'd be a very like a very interesting game that I'd want to know, like who like I would want to continue watching just because the game would want to watch or think I'd want to watch because it was so close of a 
score in the final and also how BYU, who was 11th seeded, beat the 6th rated team or seeded team. So that game would be an interesting game to watch and I will get you more info on both game like both March Madness tournaments next week uh, or on my next episode so I hope you enjoyed that that section and that will conclude my podcast so I hope you had a good week I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope your next week goes well I am Ben and this is the Jamin News Podcast see you next week